tired. So tired. Overtired. You're listening to Overtired, a podcast where I'm not angrily ranting for once. I'm Christina Warren, joined as always by my friends Brett Terpstra and Jeff Severns Gunsel. Boys, how are you doing? You're not angrily ranting yet, but the night yet. is young. The, okay, the, the the episode is young, but I'm not like, <laughs> that. That's not all I'm doing. Let's say that. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Um. So, Christina, you you had a you had a, a cameo last week. Yeah. Uh, as you dealt with some uh, Taylor Swift ticket issues. How, yes. We're all on the edge of our seats to know how that turned out. Did your mom get tickets? How are things no. going? No, 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 she did not uh, because they canceled the general sale. Uh. So uh, my uh, my best attempt at getting tickets for Atlanta where I had tickets in my cart, I, I hit checkout, I checked out. And then because my dad's phone was off, he did not get a code that I needed to check out. Um, yeah, so that happened. I was able to successfully get some tickets for the Seattle show using someone else's Capital One credit card because What's I did not even, even though my, my, my dad was like, I will have my phone next to me. I was like, I do not trust you. <laughs> Bond um, has been broken. It, I, have it a, has. I, I have a question for you, Christina. Yes. How how well do you grasp this current um, lawsuit situation around Live Nation and whatever else? Well, okay. I don't know really how much of a case there is for it, to be completely honest. Like, I feel like the DOJ stuff, the DOJ should have been investigating Ticketmaster for years. And, and honestly, I consider it a massive failure of the Obama administration that they allowed. Um, Ticketmaster and Live Nation to merge in 2011 to begin with, right? Crazy. Like every it, it is sort of funny to see all these Democrats like decrying this, and I'm like, okay, let's not forget whose Congress, whose Senate, and whose presidency yeah. this was under. Obama was not great for monopoly. Uh, no, issues. no, but I'm also, but but uh, I'm just saying, like that this this was 2011. This was not like when th- this was not an, an era when uh, Democrats um, did not have. Uh, a say sure. and and it wasn't like we were split down the middle yeah like we are right now right so um let's just be honest about that situation so i i think that this is a merger that anybody with, with common sense knows never should have happened uh but i don't know how much of how strong the doj case here is and, and how much of this is just politicians bloviating i am glad that because so many politicians clearly could not get taylor swift tickets that they're angry about this. Um, and and maybe that will change some things. Um, but I don't know. The, the big egregious aspect of the wholesale to me as we've gotten more information, like, look, I'm mad about like my own like bad luck in this. Um, I did get tickets to two shows. I will be buying tickets for my mom and I because my mom really wants to go. And now she's like, oh, it just wasn't meant to be. And I'm like, hell no. Like, I will spend what it costs. <laughs> And I don't want to, I mean, this is the part that pisses me off. I'm even willing to buy like scalped tickets, but then the scalpers charge 50% fees, 50% of what the ticket price is. So it's not even like a a fee price. So like if you were to be dumb enough to buy $12,000 tickets from StubHub, StubHub is then going to charge you $6,000 in fees. That is obscene. That's insane. That's obscene. Also, it's obscene that, that, you know, like they, there are ways that you can prevent tickets from being transferred. And I, I'm not a fan of being like only the people who can go are people who actually bought the tickets. Cause that's kind of fucked up, right? Like real life things happen. And, and if you wanted to buy them for people, like, I don't know, that just feels like going too far, but there are things that they could absolutely do where like they see these tickets going for these prices on these services. They could absolutely go- reach out to these services and be like, no, you can't sell for these shows or we're going to ban you know, we're we're going to go through the 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 the, the line and, and find this stuff out. Um but uh I, I, I don't know. I mean the the clusterfuck of the of the sale, the fact they canceled the general sale, the thing that has me as a conspiracy theorist, and I don't think this is much of a conspiracy, they didn't sell all the tickets. Mm. There are still tickets for each show remaining. We don't know how many, and it probably wasn't enough to do a general sale, but there are definitely still tickets out there. And at some point, Ticketmaster will allow resales, I'm pretty sure, of this show on their platform. And at some point, I'm 
absolutely convinced whether it's Ticketmaster employees, which it probably will be, or they'll do it in other ways. These remaining tickets are going to hit the open market, not at at the the face prices um, as as you know um, raises those might have been because of various VIP packs and other things. So there's. I think it's just like the lack of transparency with all this that has uh, that is probably worthy of investigation. Um, hilariously, uh, the you know the focal point of this, everyone has been complaining about this for for twenty five years. I mean, Pearl Jam again famously uh, went to bat for this, and then when I saw Pearl Jam in concert in the year two thousand, I got my tickets from Ticketmaster. So Pearl right. Jam, you know, like Eddie put in the good fight, but did not succeed. Um, and, uh, you know, um, AEG, who is Ticketmaster's only competitor, is actually the the sponsor, the, I guess the promoter of Taylor's concert. They couldn't use their own ticketing service because most of the venues have 100-year-plus agreements with, with the Ticketmaster. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a, yeah. that's a thing? Yeah. This, this is the thing plus? that should be illegal. That, oh my that's fucking insane. god! I mean, this whole yeah. thing is insane. Like, I can't believe I can't believe they get away with this. Um, I don't know what kind of regulation needs to happen to to fix all of these problems. And like, there's a whole thing with like Verizon and Ticketmaster and like uh, like uh, earmarking tickets for like specifically for VIP customers. Oh yeah. And like all this weird stuff that happens and the artists get screwed and all of oh, this. Yeah. It's not the artists that are benefiting. It's just no, Ticketmaster. It's just Ticketmaster. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that when these resales happen, it's not as if Taylor Swift or Adele or Bruce Springsteen or, you know, even smaller artists are benefiting from the scalping, yeah. right? Because they're not getting any any payback from that. Yeah. Um, although it would be a bad optics for them anyway. Like I'm sure that to a certain extent, like Taylor Swift doesn't mind that her shows are sold out, but at another extent, and and you know, I, I was actually impressed she said anything about this and even expressed any amount of kind of frustration with the process because she loves money and these are the people who, you know, um, control the venues where she has to play. Uh, and, and she's now at the stage in her career. Um, she and very few other artists, like it, it, it's a very small number of artists who can only play stadiums. She can only play stadiums. And, um, and it's not like people are like, Oh, well, Garth Brooks just has another show until he can't sell out anymore. I'm like, there's not enough time. She's doing 53 shows in the U S in a six month period of time. It's backing up until the start of football season. The next time she can tour the U S would be a year later for a second leg. Yeah. And then she can't do anything else but tour, right? And and bands have done that before, but um, you know that's that's not exactly what you want to do. Um, but yeah, to me, one of the more egregious things is the fact that like Ticketmaster has these, and this is not a joke. I'm not being hyperbolic as I often am. This is for real. There are hundred year plus contracts with the the venues with Ticketmaster that says no matter who owns them, and this is true even for venues that are owned in some cases by AEG, the competitor. That but is these insidious. deals have been signed years beforehand, so they can't do anything about it. That is that is just that just I just see Mr. Burns. Oh yeah. Uh, totally. That just, is exactly yeah. it. I was, I was it trying is totally to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And and, yeah. and like and I mean honestly the the stuff like Verizon or other big companies having, you know, like VIP tickets to give to people that's mm-hmm. such small potatoes, right? Yeah. Like the, 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 that sucks. There, but there's some there's some scandal around. I remember when I was watching one of these, uh, like I don't remember Daily Show or uh, or uh, some more news or something was taking on Ticketmaster and talking about all of the it's probably John Oliver. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think it was. I think it was last week tonight. Did Ticketmaster? Yeah, um, he did this like last year. I think we should find yeah. it and link to it. It's it's good. But no, the whole thing is I look. I'm I'm um I'm mad for what I'm going to wind up paying for the Atlanta show. Uh, I'm glad that I had tickets uh, that I got for my friends um, and I in New Jersey, and then um, I was able to get a ticket to the second show in Seattle. Um, what kills me? It's not just the scalpers and the bots. At this point, a there's real demand I think for this particular show. 
But the secondary thing that people don't talk about, and this is affecting so many things, and, and this is a cultural thing, this is a societal thing, and, and I don't know if like the regulation would help this, but but it certainly would give some more you know competition, is that you have um, this whole subclass of people now who, because of the pandemic and because of uh, scarcity, have now seen that this is something that they can make money on through arbitrage by just buying things they think are going to be in great um, uh, demand and low supply. So you saw this happen two years ago with with GPUs and with Playstations and with Xboxes. You've also seen it happen with sneakers where you have regular people who are just thinking, oh, this is going to be a quick way for me to make money. And I'm just going to buy these things and then sell them on the secondary market for more. Um, I'm hoping that this is just going to come out to bite people in the ass, much like it has in the sneaker market, because the sneaker market is completely like plateaued. And you have a ton of people who bought just ridiculous amounts of shoes with the hopes of reselling them. And then the, the, the bottom kind of, you know, collapsed out of that. I'm hoping that just the sheer number of supply of tickets for this show and other shows will mean that people who are trying to gouge people, because here's the thing, if you buy a $500 floor seat that then has, you know, $200 in fees and you've got to then pay, you know, your fees with the reseller. If you want to sell that for $1,200, okay, fine, right? Like I can see that. But $12,000, that's when I'm just going, you got greedy, Martin, to go back to the Simpsons, right? And 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 want to like smack people over the head because that just becomes gross. And then that sets a baseline and an expectation that people can get that. So... I don't know. There's this weird, fucked up, greedy cultural thing. Like two years ago, I spent a ridiculous amount of time, frankly, because it was fun for me, but also because I just didn't want to see families paying scalpers for PlayStations or Xboxes for their kids for the holidays. But I got like 18 families, and that's not an exaggeration, PlayStations or Xboxes at retail or through a bundle that was actually a, a decent bundle for the holidays. And it took me a lot of time to do that. But I was like, I'll be damned if people I know are going to be paying double or triple for a PlayStation. You know, like that's a mass market item. That's stupid. Like Taylor Swift, again, I can see like the Adele tickets that I'm getting from my mom that are not even good seats. I can see it's like, these are a true scarce item in in, in a sense. Um, uh, PlayStations and GPUs are not. Um, but it was just like, just to see, and, and I consider myself a fairly pro capitalism person, but this isn't capitalism. This is like putting your finger on the scale. Like this is like actually kind of the opposite of that of people just being like, we want to exert as much, um, power as we can to, you know, make the, the natural demand curve, um, not exist so that we can be as greedy as possible. And it's like, you, you fucking assholes, you know? This has been one hell of a Christina rant to open the show with. I was going to say, I'm done now. I'm done. So that's, that's my rant. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. I have a, I have oh, no, a, Jeff, I don't. Have a question. Don't do it. I'll don't be very fucking quick. do it. I have a question. Don't do it. I, I, I will be very quick. I will be very quick. I have I a question oh my God. you can answer. Oh, my God. Oh my and my I have God. a question that we can't answer. The question oh. is, just to move us out of this, does Garth Brooks still fly? I have no idea. Okay. Hmm. And then I wished I was looking for a picture of a ticket stub I have. I saw Olivia Newton John on her 30th birthday. Oh my god. Um and uh on the physical tour when I was a kid. <gasps> and the and we were in I think the 22nd row on the main floor. I bet that oh, fucking shit. ticket was about $15, but <laughs> which like even with inflation is still nowhere right. near what we would have today. Jesus. No. I mean, and frankly, and 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 this is the only thing I'll say about this that's kind of stunning to me that that was what you paid them because, okay, even let's say you had inflation of, of four or five times, which you would not have, right? Because that was like 82, right. 83. Um, that was height of her, like that was like peak. Oh, total peak. Yeah. Right. I mean, fucking that was peak physical. pop star Olivia Newton-John. Like she had yeah. a huge career in the seventies, but this was like peak number one on billboard, like physical, like peak Olivia Newton-John. Amazing seats, $15 probably. Wow. And also, what an experience for you. That's so cool. It was awesome. It was a great show, except I was then and am now a huge Grease fan. Yep. And they brought out some dude they must have kept in the green room every <laughs> night for most of the show to sing John Travolta's parts. And 
he was so not John Travolta in every possible way. And she was so thousand percent Olivia Newton John, right? That like right. it was it was a very disappointing imbalance. But physical was awesome because you know there were some Leotards and some dancers. I can't uh, even imagine. My very first <laughs> concert was Paula Abdul. Awesome. And I was like seven and um I was or, or six or something and, and I was I remember being sort of confused. Like I knew that the cat wasn't real. But I was like, <laughs> how was she going to dance with the cat? And and they just had like a yes. video screen behind her. Yes. What was that song? Um, um, Opposites Attract. Yes. Not not Cold Hearted Snake. No, that's the one with the. Uh, was that the one with Le- uh, with Keanu Reeves? No, Keanu Reeves is in um, Rush Rush. Oh yeah. He's yeah. in that video. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, we're done, Brett. Okay. Hey, we I- ended on an Olivia Newton-John note. We did. It was a very nice note. I feel like we should uh, queue up some some Olivia Newton-John to segue us into some kind of mental health corner. I think we should have, I think I want to, when I give Aaron some like guidelines for like what kind of music we want for our different segments, I really, I hear like marimbas and castanets to go into, <laughs> to go into the mental health corner, like a real 1950s martini. Can vibe. I just say, yes. wait, wait, can I just say that I hear marimbas could be your mental health check-in? <laughs> I hear marimbas. Okay. That, that would actually be great. No, but I, I kind of love this. Yeah. I kind of have like a fifties kind of like that sort of thing. And then. Yep. That could be like our catcher. I hear marimbas. You know what that means. It's time for a mental health corner. <laughs> mental <laughs> corner. It's yeah. brought to you this week by Ovaltine. I uh, I need I need to recover from from our our intro segment. So if someone else would like to give us a mental health check in while I like reset myself here, yes, that would be awesome. Oh boy. Um, mine is pretty basic. So. I'm a. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Atlanta for until next week. Um, so we're recording this on Wednesday, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. So I'm going to be here until next Wednesday, actually, and then I leave like Wednesday morning, fly back to um, Seattle. So it's a fairly long visit. I forgot that Thanksgiving was this week because <laughs> uh, I'm bad at things like that. So um, my mother-in-law is is um, having some health um, problems. So my my husband, I flew him to see her, which I'm actually really happy he was able to go do that. So she's in Jacksonville. I'm in Atlanta. They're close, but uh, for, for just various reasons, I'm, I'm, I'm not with him this time, but um, I am in Atlanta and I'm with my family and that's really nice. I'm glad that I've been coming home as, as frequently as uh, even though Atlanta doesn't feel like home, but it's just the easiest thing to say. I'm glad that in the last year and a half, you know, since my nephew was born, I've been able to be home as frequently as possible and see my parents and my sister and stuff because, you know, people aren't getting any younger. And um, this is always a hard time of the year for us. Sunday is the 11th anniversary of my aunt and uncle passing away after uh, they got in a car accident two days after Thanksgiving oh my God. in um, in 2011. So Sunday is the 11th anniversary of that. So um, Thanksgiving is hard for our family, but I'm I'm really glad that I'm here and I'm also just kind of glad that, like I can turn my brain off other than, you know, uh ranting about Ticketmaster. So, that's that 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 that's that's my check-in. I feel like you have your uh does your family do like a Thanksgiving dinner and everyone talks about what they're grateful for? No. Oh. Well, if if they did, I feel like your mental health check-in would be a great like Thanksgiving yes. table. I'm thankful to be home. I'm grateful to be with family. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like you covered the Thanksgiving episode really well right there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jeff, do you want to go or should I? Um, I can go. I'm traveling, so it's interesting like I when I'm traveling, I just do my best to sort of maintain, make sure take meds on time, you know, from grim grumpy figure out why. Um, <laughs> but I'm not nearly as sort of in tune with myself as I am when I'm home. Um, but I can say that I'm visiting my in-laws today and the next couple of days. And I just came from my father and stepmother's house for like a day and a half. And I didn't think I wanted to leave town. I felt like I wanted to stay in town. Um, we just had a lot going on over the last couple of months, but the second I was out the door and in the car first with my own family and then 
hanging out with my dad and stepmother playing a game they invented called Tortilla Toss, um, <laughs> which involves some rather elaborate um, <laughs> construction on their part. Um, and then just the the sort of the thing I would I just want to point to as being a, a nice reminder to myself is that my um, my stepmom. I'm from a small town in Iowa. I only lived there for the first two years of my life, and then every summer and winter break um, until I was 18. Um, my stepmother, who's an artist, works with a gallery downtown and downtown in my hometown is literally just like a street. Um, and in the basement, she decided to turn it into a music performance space where every Wednesday night, anybody can come with an instrument, whether you're awesome or terrible. And you'll, you'll find a place on the stage at some point with okay. what has become this sort of like house band. And I was able to go see that space after hearing about it for the last couple of months and see a bunch of pictures. And, um, it was just an amazing, it's just amazing how, um, how you can do community building, um, in, in ways that maybe you would have never thought of before. And then once you've done it, you're like, Jesus Christ, why didn't this already exist? Cause like from the time she started, the place is just flooded with people from like people that played in orchestras to this, there's an unhoused dude that comes in and sings every week. Um, and, uh, there's people that want to beat each other up. And so they have to take space a little bit, you know, like there's just like, it's, it's like true yeah. community. <laughs> Did you and watch it was just Ted cool Lasso? Yeah. Do you remember the episode where he brings in the street musician yeah. to play yeah. yes. a charity ball? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Love that. It's just, it's nice to see family. It's, nice to be reminded of things that I would never do to build community. And then to realize how doing something like that can make such a difference for people. It's a corny thing to say, but it's like pretty fucking cool. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so I, I have officially gone more than a month without a manic episode. And hey. um, wow. Like there have been a couple times where I felt it coming on and did some self care routines and some, uh, and implemented some structure in my life that kept it from, I'd never, I haven't lost a single night of sleep. I've had some insomnia. I've had like some low sleep, but it hasn't resulted in, you know, five days of no sleep and manic production. And I've also been producing content um, nice. I've been writing, I've been working, I've been programming and like doing things that if I were depressed, I wouldn't be able to do. So I feel like this kind of idea of curbing my mania has led to something closer to what I kind of hope stable is like. Um, I've continued to read Marbles and Rocksteady by Ellen Forney, which has been very enlightening, but, uh, her medication journey was a lot like mine. And I think, uh, Jeff could relate to it too. If you've never read marbles, I will send I you a not. copy. I have an extra copy. I'm going to send you it, send it Please to you. Please do. Please. Um, but yeah, I am as close to stable as I've ever been. Um, I have exciting things happening on the job front and I will talk about them eventually. But, uh, for now I'll just say, yeah, life is good. And, and I don't, I didn't travel for Thanksgiving and I don't have to see any family for Thanksgiving, which for nice. me is like, I get a mental health day Thursday. Uh, like Al and I both have completely off, no obligations, no yoga classes, no work, no family. And we get to just have like a day, uh, to kind of recover from life. And it's going to be awesome. I'm very much looking forward to it. I love that. I love that. I think like if like historically, even before my aunt, my uncle died, like I've never really big, been a big Thanksgiving person. Like it's just never been like, I don't like the food. Uh, my, my extended family uh, and I, you know, there are people who I'm happy to see and there are people who I'm just kind of like, I don't really care. So I, um, I'm not one of those people who like, it, it, you know, extols like the virtues of like needing to like see your family or, or be with people like on Thanksgiving. Like I just, I, I get that. So I'm really glad that you and Elle have this time to decompress because like we can all be grateful for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Christmas, Christmas is going to be uh, a trial for me. Like my whole family is coming to town. 
Um, I'm going to have to see like six nieces and nephews, plus a bunch of extended family, mostly very fundamentalist Christian that I don't enjoy hanging out with. And my mom, my parents' anniversary is right around Christmas. And uh, I think this is their 50th. And they're having a square dance. Oh, wow. And, wow. and wow, they've wow, had wow. one in the past. I think they had one for like their 40th anniversary. And it, it turned out to be kind of fun. Um, it's like it's like polka music. When you live in Minnesota, you're like, polka's stupid. But then you go to a polka night and you have fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's true. It's so true. I think I can have fun at this square dance. But also I'm not like right now I'm very uncomfortable with my like physical shape. And not feeling like getting out on a dance floor. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to try to be a really good sport about it because it (laughs) means so much to my mom. That's how they met with square dancing. Oh, Oh my my God. God. Wow. (laughs) That's kind of amazing. Yeah, Yeah, that's that thus the anniversary square dance. But okay, I was going to say because that that didn't make any sense to me. But I was (laughs) also random. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. But I was also like not going to like question it i was just gonna be like okay you know cool yeah that's 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 how my family rolls that's amazing heel toe heel toe slide 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 that's what i remember from square dancing in gym yep. in yeah I, I was gonna say like did you guys have to square dance in middle school yep. yes yep 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 that, maybe that's just like a universal waltz, thing Fox, I did trot, square dance yeah man you had to do that shit in atlanta oh yeah they would play these records Bow to your partner. Yep. Bow to your corner. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. You know, staring like go, go round and round. It was just terrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's it's even weirder when you have a live caller for the square dance and they get very into it and they will like call you up personally. <laughs> it gets weird. But all right, should we do uh should we do a little sponsor block here? <laughs> sure. We should. All right, Christina, tell us about ZocDoc. Yes. So if you're a fan of it. Sushi is incredible, but gas station sushi, not so much. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference. And the same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood. One that makes you feel like you're in good hands, that you're supported and you're heard, even if you're just telling them about your favorite sushi place. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix that icky back, get a mold checked, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. You can find and review local doctors. You can read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. And now when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. So you can go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. I'm one of them. I've been using it as my go-to whenever I need to find a quality doctor for over a decade now. It is definitely one of my most used services. So you can go to ZocDoc.com slash overtired and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then you start a search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is ZocDoc.com slash overtired. ZocDoc.com slash overtired. Thank you, Christina. Woo! Round of applause. I don't have a I don't have an applause sound effect loaded up. Bummer. Um I'll take the next one. Rock on. Mm. Simply safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Too late for you, though, if it's Thanksgiving that you wanted to protect yourself against. That was my insert. <laughs> Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Here's why we love it. 
Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents used FastProtect TM technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so that you can get priority police response. I need something in my brain that can verify a threat is real. Wouldn't that be good? Something I, I'd just squeeze it in there right by the amygdala. Okay. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats from your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. See, ADT, what you could have done? You could have been See? here, but instead it's Simply Safe. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance for massive savings on our favorite security system. Get 50% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash overtired today. This is their biggest discount of the year. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot slash overtired. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Dot com slash overtired, but we'll accept it. We'll allow it. Um, if you have stuck with us this far through the sponsor block, um, like we were told we should split these up. People listen to them more if they're not all in one block. But if you stuck with it, I have a podcast to tell you about. Have you ever wondered exactly what would happen if you licked a hotel remote control? Tune in every week to hear the hosts of Hotel Horrors describe another terrifying disease present in almost every hotel. You will never travel again. That's Hotel Horrors on the Hallmark Network. Oh, Hallmark picked that up. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. That that's uh, that that goes in line with like their their content. <laughs> rules. Yeah, don't awesome. don't look that up. It's it's probably <laughs> it's probably not real. I love it. Um, so I got I got to offer a tech tip. Um, so I've been following uh, Amazon's early Black Friday deals, and one thing that has popped up. So first, one terabyte NVMe SSD cards popped up uh, for like a hundred dollars per terabyte, and uh, so I I ordered four. And I also ordered a new uh, 4M2 enclosure from OWC, Otherworld Computing. Um, So that would give me a RAID 0 4 terabyte SSD drive over Thunderbolt 3 that is as fast, almost as fast as my internal hard drive. And then, and then... Amazon lets me know that they have two terabyte drives for $150, um, which, you know, it adds up. You you have four of those. You, you can do the math. But, like, that, that's not a cheap hard drive, but that would give you eight terabytes of with a write speed up to 3,500 megabits per, megabytes per second. Um, it is a fantastic deal. So if you are looking for, if you're doing video editing, audio editing, looking for something to work, any video work you're doing, and you need a super fast external drive with some significant storage, check out Amazon's deals. I'll link the, uh, the gold P3, P31 SSDs um, that I found from SK Hynix. Yeah, those um, are pretty good too. I have to say, like they're not as good as um, like the Western Digital um, and uh, uh, Seagate have some that are like a little bit higher performing. But I have one of those P thirty ones. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, I uh, the first ones I ordered, I ordered four one terabyte Samsung. SSD 980s that I will probably send back now because I got those for like 125 a piece, mm-hmm. but now I can get two terabytes for 150. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trade up for uh, like double and- double the size for an extra 30 bucks. Sure, rolling around in terabytes like they were dollar bills. And the yeah. uh, 
The 4M2 enclosure from OWC is $250 for just the enclosure. Um, but uh, if you were to buy the same amount of storage on like external, like those little one, two terabyte, like square drives you can buy, uh, you would be spending more than this, and their speeds are half as good as as for RAID Zero NVMe drives. So I, I highly recommend this. Yeah, um, I will say if um, if you're not if you are looking for like one of the better SSDs you can get just in terms of performance, it's a hundred bucks right now. The, the Western Digital SN770. Uh, there is uh, an 870, which is even faster, but the 770 is really, really good. That's only one terabyte. But if you were, for some reason, you needed something more than 3,500 uh, megabytes, which is, you know, obviously very fast. But for some reason, if you're gaming or whatever, um, the uh, the SN770 is like 5,000 um, uh, megabit uh, per second, megabyte per second transfer. It's a, it's a, um, a PCIe Gen 4, and it's, yeah. it's 100 bucks right now. Yeah, and the two terabyte is one eighty. Yep. Nice. Um, adding that to the show notes. SN seven seventy. I have something to say. So yes. not, about, not about hard drives. Uh, Today, um, I finished The Walking Dead. I watched the season <laughs> series finale, which I, I heard think it got I, I don't know. Oh no! Uh, no, it didn't. No. What I wanted to talk about. And the best part is it ends and then immediately promotes three new shows. Daryl Dixon, right. which I'm down for Daryl Dixon as a show. Fine, of course. No problem. That should have been, been off a put long him in time any, ago. He, what they should ago. do, they should do a kind of fan fiction type thing where they put him in other universes, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like he's in the Harry Potter universe. He'd be great in the Harry Potter universe, <laughs> right? Like so good. Um, or be- better yet, put him in the World War Z universe. Did you see that? Daryl Dixon as fucking Hagrid. zombies are super fast. Yes. <laughs> so there's Daryl Dixon. There's, there's Rick and Michonne. And then there's something called Dead City. And and I'm just I'm just like, the fuck? Why would it? no? So here's the thing I wanted to ask you all. Is there like a you know, you got like Occam's razor and whatever, all these different laws that explain patterns of behavior that appear over and over again? How the fuck, and we don't have to spend too much time on this. How, when that show started so strong and at the point of its, you know, the beginning of its decline was so flush with cash. How is it that they could not pay the money it would take to get good storytellers to help continuing to help to continue building out their world? Why? Yeah. Why? It got so fucking no, it's a, bad. It's a really good question. Because they didn't have to. Yeah, what do you think it, it is? They didn't have to. No, it lost them me. Have I, they, they have to have lost millions of viewers. Like they lost they me. Did. I was a hardcore. I was a hardcore TWD fan. Yep. yep. Loved it. And then, like, shortly after, uh, it lasted a couple seasons after Megan. Megan? Negan. Yeah. Negan. Negan. Negan, yeah, after Negan. Megan. Yeah. Anna's Negan a is Negan. a millennial, a millennial girl's name. But, um, yeah, I lasted a couple seasons till like, Negan was, like, all, it kind of became a good guy a little bit. And then I just, I just lost my heart for it. I couldn't take the ups and downs anymore. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Like, I feel like you could say the same thing about Game of Thrones last season or two. Not that, not that big of a dip. No, no? and I think I think that them. Like, I'll give Game of Thrones a little bit more of a pass. And so far as like, they were expecting to have some source material to use, and they didn't. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and and so like, uh, you know that that puts you in kind of a precarious situation where you're now having to create lore for something you didn't previously create it on. And I, so I give them a little bit of a pass, but for, for uh walking dead, I mean, it's interesting because I watched fear of the walking dead as well. And that one weirdly, I think like now Alicia's finally gone. And so I don't know if I'm going to even continue at that point. Cause I'm like, all right, now all the original characters I think are basically gone. I think they brought the mom back or something, but yeah, look, that's been do. one that I, that I haven't been like super into, but it also dropped off, but it, it, it still had some aspects. I don't think it dropped off to the same degree, but my honest thought is that with the spinoffs, all of the other franchise things they had with it, that yeah, they obviously lost viewers, but somebody had to run the numbers and been like, well, if we pay the money to make it better, is that going to necessarily like 
bring us an influx of viewers or are these people just kind of gone because these are the waves these shows go in. And as long as we keep a show running, we will have people either hate watching it or just watching it out of, you know, like attrition. So let's just <laughs> suck all the money out of it. It's like a Grey's Anatomy thing, um, <laughs> which incidentally, Ellen Pompeo is finally leaving after 19 years, 19 wow. years on that show. Wow. But the show is, I guess, going to continue. I mean, is I, that I, still on? Yes. Jesus yes, and, Christ. And Meredith Grey is going to leave, but the show will at least continue on through the rest of the season. It, do they get renewed at the end of, for, for next year? Probably not, but who knows? Is it as bad as The Simpsons are now? Oh, it's like, worse. Is it just going through the motions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And and what's, what's funny is that uh, uh, Ellen Pompeo, the, the actress, I do kind of love her. Because she's been very upfront about this. She's like, look, I know that I will never be able to get any other working role ever again because I'm too associated with this character. Yeah. And and oh, for sure. And, and and I will never be able to get real work again. So <laughs> she's for more than a decade been like, fuck you, pay me. And like uh -huh. insisting on them paying her an insane amount of money. Yeah. And I respect that. Yeah, also, sure. just kind of phoning it. I'm like, yeah. You are right. You will never work again. You will yeah. never be cast in anything meaningful ever again. Not because you're not talented, but because right. no one you, will ever be able you to. Are, you right. are gray. That's you are, it. You, that's it. So I, I, but, but with her finally leaving, I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, <laughs> you know, so, but, but, but like, why would ABC keep this show on the air? Especially right. since viewerships have fallen. It must be international. It must be something. It's the only thing I can figure. That's can my you, awkward razor, razor theory is that, they don't have yeah. to. I like that. Uh, that is, I can see how that could become the problem. It's, it's still astonishing. It's like that thing where like, you know, when you use a really shitty remote control, which is like all of them, but when you yeah. use a really, really shitty one. And uh, my first thought is like, how many fucking meetings did this thing sail through and why? <laughs> and I feel like that about every episode of the walking dead after like season seven. <laughs> yes. Just like, imagine? how is it that there imagine? wasn't someone to say, Hey, can you just make that? A little more interesting, you know. If they or, had, if they had killed Daryl, can you imagine? Like, if Daryl left the show, if if what's his name, Norman Revis? Yes, yes. So, can you imagine if he decided he was done? Because honestly, he could still get work. Like, mm -hmm. he's yeah. not so. He's not in the situation where he could never play another part. Like right. he could go back to he could do Boondock Saints three, and and get the, <laughs> and get the gig. But like if he had left, uh, if the writers had decided, ooh, let's big twist, let's kill Daryl, that show would have ended a long time ago. I mean, I said that all the way through as I was watching those seasons. I'm like, you better not, pay not touch better him. not fucking not kill Daryl. Him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it my, um, it was terrible. My, uh, my, my former colleague at um, uh, Gizmodo, um, Rob, um, used to write, or, or Io9 used to write um, Walking Dead recaps, and for like uh, years, and, and and his were like famous, and like for years, his Walking Dead recaps were just his, him, just like like hate watching and just eviscerating everything in the show. And it was such a great like read. So uh, Rob, um, yeah. Rob Bricken. So, um, so, oh, actually he, uh, I will publish this because this, uh, or I put this in the show notes because this um, uh, was published 17 minutes ago. It turns out the walking dead was me all along. I've spent 10 full years recapping the once popular zombie TV series. And it, and it comes with a cost. I haven't read this <laughs> yet, but I awesome. knowing Rob, who is fantastic uh, this I bet is just a great, great read. Um, I, I, here I'll, I'll read the final paragraph. Looking back at a full decade of recapping The Walking Dead, I can't help but feel, oh my god, how did I spend a decade of my life watching this show that overall <laughs> I don't think I enjoyed? The fact that it overlaps almost exactly with my tenure at IO9 complicates things immensely for me. Since I, since overall I've enjoyed my time here, minus a real life supervillain or two. The two experiences are inextricably linked for me and will be for a while, I suspect. But right now, I have no ability to truly understand what I've done or has been done to me. <laughs> I'm, insens I I'm insensate, numb, listless, lifeless. After 10 long years, I am the walking dead. But if nothing else, the walking dead is giving me one piece of advice to help guide me through this difficult transition in my life, all the way back to my very first episode that aired on October 31st, 2010. 
um, uh, you know, um, don't open dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing <laughs> can you link that for us in the I show will. notes should we, uh, should we do some gratitude because there are some, uh, some Black Friday things that if this yes. episode comes out in time might be, uh, might be worth people knowing about absolutely alright who wants to start I got some good ones I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump in but, uh, but if anyone else has one ready go for it um, I don't exactly, I have kind of a, like last week I was doing almost like follow-up gratitude and, uh, yeah. gratitude follow-up. And this time I just want to say, I want to, I want to ask a question. Um, I have been sort of going back and forth really for years between forklift and pathfinder as yeah, finder alternatives. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I have settled, I always end up settling on forklift. Yep. Even though every time there's a new version of Pathfinder, I go, yep. oh, no, maybe that's me now. Same. Exactly um, the same. <laughs> and what – so, okay. So, what is it? Like, so, I've definitely landed back on Forklift, but, like, I can't exactly tell you why. Pathfinder is too configurable for me. Uh, like, I always feel like there's an option I'm not using that would make this – make more sense like there's some it's way much yeah to configure this that would just be perfect flow for me but i never find it yeah I never find that exact combination and forklift has fewer overall options uh fewer modules etc it's actually in my opinion not configurable enough but you can configure every key keyboard shortcut like yeah. you can go into preferences, change all your keyboard shortcuts. Mm -hmm. It has your two pane file management. It has excellent uh, integration with cloud services. Yeah, uh, like yes, everything it does. from I use Dropbox that. to B two drives to yep. S three drives. Like totally everything is. It's just and SFTP and it's it just does the job smoothly without making me think that i'm missing out on anything and i always fall back to forklift i never thought i'd hear the day that i'd hear brett terpster say it's just too configurable <laughs> there, there is a limit there is a limit well no but i think i think that that is so true it's like i i never thought i would hear that either but even brett has even brett is like look it's great to have options, but sometimes you have to make choices. Yeah. yeah. There's a like You're killing I me love, smalls. I love things that are extensible. I love things that are tweakable, but there I have my limits. Like like if okay, so forklift, you can create custom commands for forklift. Um, you can add commands that basically run Unix scripts for you. Uh, oh, and you can make them you can make them menu-based commands, and that's the extensibility I want. I want to be able to tweak something that does exactly the the thing that I want to do that nobody else would ever want to do. I want to make it do that, and Forklift can do it. Pathfinder right. offers you a hundred different modules that none of which really satisfy the specific itch that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's my gratitude. <laughs> forklift? Is forklift <laughs> yeah. your pick? I think we've done it before, but it was more about like, it was more about that thing of like, man, yeah. why am I always willing to try something else when Pathfinder this ends up is being the very powerful? Pathfinder is just like, it's appealing because it's so configurable. Yeah. By right. the way, I think both of these are available on setup. So, so setup users can take their pick. But Ooh, yeah, yeah, forklift is, forklift is just a smoother, less mentally taxing experience for me. Mm -hmm. All right. There's All that. Right. Christina, you got anything? Yeah. So there are a couple of things. So you are going to talk about, I think there are a bunch of Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales um, that you mentioned. And I'm going to talk about some too, just because I think this is a good time. I would just completely just like follow on with yours. But there are a bunch of Black Friday sales. I think actually, Michael... Sai um, has a really good uh, overview of what some things are. We'll link um, his blog post, which I think he's updating uh, in the show notes too. But uh, it's not their best one. But Bundle Hunt does have a Black Friday bundle that has some decent apps in it. And I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Some of them are, are um, decent prices. So it's one of those things where you unlock the bundle for $3.50 and then you can add you know, a bunch of things um, to it. And so some of the things that are here, 
Uh, there's a, and you've used Fusion Cast, right, uh, Brett? No, that, what is that? So it's like lets you turn your podcast episodes into videos. Oh, no, maybe that's what I use. I found something that did that. So if that's one we've talked about on the show before, yes, I have used it. And I've- okay, I don't know if that's what you did or not. I thought that's what it was. Anyway, it's on sale for $1.50. Uh, um, let's see, Airbuddy is on sale for $3.50, uh, which is like a, you know, a, um, and, uh, like, um, Bluetooth, uh, wireless uh, a control app. Um, there's some other um, things too. I'm trying to see. Um, you can get a, a year of Agenda Premium for five dollars if that's an app you like. Great app. That's a great that, app. I agree. Um, there is. Um, uh, let's see. They've got some bundles of some other like like special effects and and uh, photo overlays and things for like two dollars, which is is pretty good. There is um, who to spot, who to geo. I'm just looking through Michael Sai's list. Yep. Um, who to spot and who to geo are both on sale for. I would say it looks like about twenty percent off. Um, oh, I I highly recommend who to spot. It's a it's a great. I app. couldn't recommend anything higher than I could. Recommend oh yeah, yeah. Who to spot, spot is great. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Also, as part of that uh, that bundle, this is this is why I thought of this because you were mentioning um, forklift and um, pathfinder. Pathfinder, yes. Uh, Mountain Duck, which is uh, forklift, does some similar things in terms of being able to to like uh, load other um, like like uh, basically uh, cloud load like services a, like, like cloud services exactly. Yeah, Mountain Duck is cross platform, which is really nice. It's from the people who make uh, CyberDuck. Yeah. It's on sale for, okay. <laughs> it's on sale for for uh for eight dollars, and it's actually really good. I think like if you've got forklift, it's probably going to work for for most of your needs. Um, and if you already have one of those apps, it's probably good. But it, but if you are looking for something that can work both on Mac and Windows, uh, Mountain Duck is actually really really good, and it's eight dollars. So nice. so I so I'm throwing that out there. But yeah, uh, Michael Sai on his blog post, he's got a lot of um things that are listed. Yeah, who to spot, who to geo. That's definitely um, a, a good thing. And uh, Halid is uh, they're they're doing their first sale since 2018. The the iPhone um, camera app, which is really great. And yeah, Lincoln, so there, there's a lot of X, there's a lot of good stuff. There, Lingen X is on this list. I thought Lingen was dead. Um, I use Launch Control for this now, and at Launch Control from Somazone should eventually be a pick for us, but. Uh, but apparently, you can get Lingen X9 for twelve seventy five. These okay. are—it's a tool that runs LaunchD, like helps you set up and run LaunchD jobs on a Mac. Oh, nice! Uh, which is the Mac's version of like Cron, right? Uh, for for running background tasks. So it, it like that used to be my go to app. So I'm, I'm I'm impressed to see it's still alive. What do you use now? Uh, Launch Control from Somazone. Okay. I'll I'll throw that in the show notes because it is an outstanding app, and they also just came out with a new version. Oh, Flexibits Premium is fifty percent off for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, Flexibit like the uh, Fantastic, like Fantastic Hell. Yeah, yeah. They're they're noting that they're going to be making adjustments to their pricing January third. Um, so if you've been wanting to subscribe, this is really a good way to do it since things are fifty percent off. Um, I Fantastic Hell is one of those things that like I so happily pay for. Like, I uh, I don't I wish know. it worked with I wish it worked with uh, uh, Microsoft 365 whatever I can't use it for um, work and it drives me nuts. Did I send you the the way you to did. use the V1 you API did. and that still didn't work? It still didn't work. Okay. Yep. I uh, Oracle has some rules and it's annoying. I miss I miss Fantastic Hell. I do. I still actually use it. But then I also have to use Outlook Calendar, <laughs> right? For all of my work stuff, it's annoying. But yes, no, Fantastical. If it if it works for all of your calendars, Fantastical is top notch. All yeah. right, uh, throw some throw some links to some of the stuff you've you've uh, you've mentioned briefly into the show notes. Um, I will talk about a couple. Um, first of all, teleprompter. Uh, it took this. years. So many teleprompter apps have come out that are not worth jack. Um, like it's not hard to make text move slowly on a screen, but to actually add features that someone needing a teleprompter would want, 
apparently took some time, but uh, an app called Teleprompter, very on the nose, uh, solved that. And like they have iOS and Mac apps, and you can sync your scripts over iCloud. You can control your teleprompter with your watch. You can mirror it so you can use your iPhone uh, with a teleprompter lens on your camera. Uh, so you can see your your teleprompter right as you look into the lens. And it 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 does all the little things that you would want to do. It makes editing scripts super easy on Mac or iOS. And you can get it for Black Friday. And they're only sending the coupons out to people who subscribe to their newsletter. So the show notes will have a link to the subscription uh form for the black friday deals so you would have to go but for black friday you can get a year of teleprompter premium for 4.99 which That's is awesome. i think it's normally 15 to 20 dollars i think so because i pay for it and it is hands down like you i've searched for so many apps i've used it every single week for like four years it is yeah. the it is the best is yeah. the absolute best. Any anytime I'm doing video, anytime I'm doing screencasts or or talking head stuff, it is it's just it's top notch. Um, I think that's my that's my catchphrase. Top notch. It's top notch. <laughs> um, the other one I want to mention for Black Friday is Silver Three. I had waited to upgrade because Silver Three is not cheap. Um, and and I was doing fine with Silver too, but what it is, it's a uh, a text based calculator where you can write out your what you need to solve, and it can do currency translation and uh, and long formulas basically, and you can reference whatever the total was from the line you wrote out before it. You can reference it again and then continue it in the next line. And it's basically a text file with a calculator built in. And for the way my brain works, like I'm not great at math. Uh, so when I want to solve a problem, uh, especially something with floating point calculations in an application, uh, Solver is how I think through these, uh, these equations. And version three is half off right now through, uh, through Unclutter app. Uh, Unclutter has, they make a, they make a Mac app, but really I think they make most of their money on these bundles they do. Uh, but silver five is usually $35 and right now you can get it for 1750 or you can buy this entire bundle from Unclutter with uh, rapid weaver, task paper, paper, time mater, Acorn, Acorn uh, PDF squeezer, pathfinder, text sniper, which is cool, but is about to be Sherlocked. iStat menus, Patrico, which is a competitor to Curio, which we've talked about, uh, and Downy4, which is like the best uh, graphic interface to like YouTube DL. Um, you can get all of that for 75% off. You can get the whole bundle for $84. Um, but you can also pick and choose and you can just get Silver 3, which is what I'm going to put in the show notes uh, for $17.50. Where does Sherlock come from? The app. <laughs> the app Watson. Sherlock. Oh. So Apple's uh, app, Apple's uh, yeah, Apple's Sherlock that Sherlock Watson, or was it Watson that Sherlock Sherlock? That's a good question. <laughs> I've I forgot that was like their search their search bit. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> well, I think um, we did. I think we did a great job. I think we did, and I think I think we hit an hour. And in, if you made it this far in the episode, that means you sat through. 15 minutes of Ticketmaster talk at the top of the hour. And and Sorry. nice job. No. Congrats, Christina. <laughs> like you no, really good. You you had a lot to say and I appreciate it. I don't mean to sound um grumpy. Is that whack, do I seem grumpy? Ass situation. It is. It is. And it deserves it deserves some talking about. So thank you for that. And uh, and thank you guys for uh, for making some time. On both of you are traveling this week. That's and I right. Appreciate you showing up. 
My gotta pleasure. Do it, man. We got to yeah. do it. Oh, and uh, Sherlock, Sherlock Watson. So that's sure. that's yeah. <laughs> that's just for, t- for anyone. Episode episode title: Sherlock, Sherlock Watson. Yeah. All right, Sherlock, y'all. Sherlock Watson. Y'all get some sleep. Get some sleep. Get some sleep. <laughs> the system is going down low. Hey there, good people. Before you go, we have a bunch of new places where you can interact with us. Please check out our Instagram feed, our YouTube channel, Twitter, of course, and sign up for the Overtired newsletter, which will sort of pick up where the show leaves off with expanded show notes, uh, a little bit of what the three of us get up to between episodes. And let's face it, there'll be some musings. How can you resist musings? You'll find details for all the ways to interact with us in the show notes and at overtired.com. And thank you, thank you, thank you, as always, for listening.